It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome to the Darling Download on this Saturday morning and it is Cox Plate Day. It's one of the big ones. What a day, Sammy. It's one of the big ones and uh, it is what a day. Uh, let's let's touch on the Cox Plate uh, just before we get into things. Um on the Darling Download, but we're, uh, look, I think um, it's it's such an exciting time of the year down in Melbourne, that's for sure. And and Cox Plate Day is well, it's uh, uh, over the years, it's it's just one of those races that um, you know it, it's it's it, the weight for age championship of Australasia. Yeah, it's the, probably the best race in the in the and country my all year. I think my favourite race of all time is the ninety two Cox Plate Chris O's superimposed. That's it. Uh, that is my. That it's, we will never see a field uh, like that again. I would have thought. Um, I'm sure we won't. And uh, he was, you know, probably. Well, he was at the end of his career. Naturalism, the short price favourite, tipped up yep. with Mick Dippman, and wow, we what a race! But um, the Mahogany is one of my favourite racehorses, and I was shattered when uh, he went just went down uh, in that race. Octagonal got the money, and there is some word that if he had been one off the fence. Does he win mahogany? You know how they they actually moved the rail uh, after that, or you know after Maybe. that they, they moved the rail out to be one meter uh, out, and because it's hard on the fence, did that cost him? And I tell you what, another Cox Plate that I remember clearly is uh, we had a runner Zarita. I reckon she ran fourth in Maldivian's Cox Plate two thousand eight. Yep. But it's always been a great race. What about for you? Superimposed because I was a massive Superimposed fan. I backed Superimposed. It was about twenty dollars, twenty to one, I think, that day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was very happy. That's that's my favourite. I think, I think the one you've missed there, the Bone Crusher, our Waverley yes. Star, was an absolute classic. I mean, they were at it, what seven hundred metres from home, probably eight hundred metres from home. They were just, you know, and it looked like our Waverley Star was going to win. Then it looked like Bone Crusher was going to win. And you didn't really know right to the end which one was uh, was going to win. So that that was an exciting one. And, and look, you think of King, you think of um, Cox Plate, I think of Kingston Town and what a great horse he was. Yeah, he was absolute champion. Now, on the Darling Download today, we're going to have a chat to Maddie Wishart, uh, who has just been into uh, the senior ranks uh, after serving her apprenticeship. She's only two weeks in, but uh, looking forward to chatting to Maddie. She's going to Clifton today and then Toowoomba tonight. Easy day. Josh King, he's a young trainer uh, up at Toowoomba that uh, is doing a super job. He's trained a handful of winners already, uh, just just from uh, not many runners, and uh, it's going to be great to catch up with Josh. Uh, he's doing a super job, and we're going to have a chat to, obviously, JD, when we get to the last segment, and JD is loaded with some tips for the Toowoomba horses this week. Well, you know, 
Let's talk about yellow brick. Let's oh. t- let's talk about yellow brick oh, last no. week. How good was the brick? You you tipped the brick. I thought Boom Court might have uh, yellow brick. And look, three hundred meters from home at Eagle Farm, I thought I might have had you. And then uh, nah, just into another gear went yellow brick. And That's see right. you later, Boom Court. The brick said, "I've got I've got a bit in the tank." I I've think Boom Court looked like you. he had a brick on him. <laughs> <laughs> the sunny coast on Sunday, we saw Kizakano winning. And, uh, yeah. gee, I mean, Kizakano is a horse that was had a huge spruik about it early doors, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Uh, she won. Uh, didn't she knock over uh, Rothfire? Yeah, I think in she that, might uh, In the jewel race at yep. the Gold Coast? I think she might have. She did. And then uh, Ipswich on Wednesday. What about the last race? Oh. To love somebody. Well, see, the rain came. For and Paul that just, Nolan Jr. Yeah. The rain came. And, look, Ipswich is hard enough without the rain coming <laughs> halfway through the day. So up gets uh, to love somebody at what forty odd dollars, Sammy? Yep, was was forty one dollars. Uh, bit of value. Does he there. have a horse in his stable that's not uh, a verse of a song? I don't. I don't think so. I don't. There's not many anyway. Uh, and then Gatton uh, on Thursday we saw a couple win from up in the range. Uh, Delaney's girl for Matt Crop. Yep. Got the money for Alicia Donald, who's getting good support. Dale Groves had a winner with Spirits Charm, who. Uh, Dale's from just up the road too. Uh, I'm sure uh, you got a good buzz out of that. Uh, but good meeting at Gatton because I'm understanding, I'm hearing uh, yesterday it was underwater Gatton. So yeah, yeah, lucky yeah. they, lucky got, they got the meeting, meeting in on Thursday. Exactly. Hey, there was one in the last day I was impressed with. Damn real. Uh, Greg Cornish, Jasmine Cornish Road. Leadon just bolted him by over five lengths. Follow it yeah, into the definitely. next one. Yeah. Uh, well back too. So we've got a big meeting uh, tonight at uh, Toowoomba, which is uh, well supported by plenty of the locals. And, uh, yeah, I think hopefully we can pick the eyes out of those and, and find a few winners. On a wet well. track. On a wet track, yeah. Well, interesting to see what's going to happen with uh, the weather. That is for sure. But it's been uh, – it hasn't been a bad week uh, so far. But, yeah, it's just uh, – Interesting, right around the country, uh, whether how much rain we get down south. I know they're talking could be a wet track uh, at Mooney Valley, couldn't tell it? Tell you what, Sammy, I wish La Nina would go for a spell, a long, long spell, because I've had enough of her. Three years of this weather. <laughs> it's, uh, it is definitely tough going. Well, let's get a break out of the way. When we come back on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Josh King, and he is a trainer, dead set going places. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. You are listening to the Darling Download on this Saturday morning and a big weekend of racing and one trainer who has absolutely been training up a storm in just a handful of runners that he's had under is his what? belt is Joshua King. Josh is on the line, and Chris O, he is starring. Josh, welcome to the Darling Download. Yeah, thanks for having me on. No worries. Tell us how, where it all started for you, Josh, and obviously uh, you're a jockey, and h- how did that come about? Uh, well, my parents, they actually they trained. Well, they still train now, actually, but um, I started when I was 15. Uh, I had my first race ride when I was 15, and I was riding work prior to that. Uh, I just grew up in it. And it sort of just eventuated from that. I just started and kept going. And then eventually the weight got to me because I was sort of just got too big. And then I started getting a bit lazy and that happens, but. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah, not ideal when you're a jockey, probably. No, no, that's. So. 
So you know, the weight beat me about five years ago, and I stopped three years ago. So. And were you born and bred Queenslander? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, born in Orange, New South Wales. Yep. Um, and moved to the Windy when I was about four. And then I just sort of just moved everywhere with the parents. We've been pretty much everywhere. We went to Sangul, um, Kuya, Hillenden, <clears throat> Charleville. Yeah, pretty much. I'd say you're a Queenslander. Quite a few places. <laughs> and the amazing thing uh, with up here in Queensland, or just, you know, I'm obviously a Victorian and... and uh, uh, but been up here for three years, and just the 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 massive reach uh, in horse racing that that you know, uh, well, horse racing has in Queensland, isn't it? Because uh, you can go to any part of the state, and there's a meeting on somewhere. Yeah, no, that's a great thing about Queensland. That's it's always been a good thing about that. You can sort of go anywhere, and there's always something going on. What has been what has been the the most interesting track that you've been to or ridden at? Oh, that'd be probably Oak Park, I think. Oak Park, it's, that's uh, one of those ones. Carnival. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's probably the best best I've ever experienced. I've been up there probably six or seven times. And where is Oak Park? Uh, it's about two hundred and fifty k north of Hewland. Right. Can I help you, Sammy? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to say, where's Hewender? It's about 250 goes north of Oak Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, tell us um, the Steve Tregay uh, connection there. Were you um, uh, for the, with the stable? Obviously, were you foreman for the stable? Is that how it all started? Yeah, I was actually I was riding work for him when I was race riding. Um, and then... I ended up going to his foreman for, well, it would have been 18 months, I suppose, before I took my trainer's licence out. Um, and, yeah, we just get along pretty, very well, and we work together, and everything seems to have fallen into place. Well, it has fallen into place in the last couple of, couple of years. So, And, obviously, uh, he's had some, like, Steve is very hands-on, isn't he? Because he he does the lot and, uh, as far as breeding and, and, and then... Uh, bringing them through, then training, and uh, very, I, I like only not spoken to Steve. You know, working at the Toowoomba meetings uh, in my previous job, and he's very uh, seems very measured and professional about how he goes about things. He's um, he's just no frills type, and just gets the job done. Yeah, that's that's him. He's he's um he's a perfectionist, really. Yeah. So if he's if he's going to do something, he's, he's going to do it 100% and give it all and make sure it's done properly. Otherwise, he won't go home until it's done. That's that's him. And that's, yeah, that's that's the great thing about it. And I think that's why he's had so much success. Well, he has. How many horses is yeah. he training now? Has he got a couple still? Uh, he's got, yeah, he's got two <clears throat> two there of yep. his own. He sort of, he's still trains there. And tell us about their, their being involved with a incentivised. Josh, um, you know, was it early days that you thought, gee, this horse is pretty sharp? No, it actually took a little while for him to um, actually for us to really pick it up a bit. Um, the only thing that we sort of worked on was that he, when you would get over ground. Um, and then it was just a matter of getting him, getting him over the ground to see if he was any good or not. <clears throat> and then the, the further he went, the further the better he got. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, but and he wasn't wasn't a very, yeah. He was a bit of a bit of a pain in the neck when he wanted to be. That's for sure. <laughs> and were you confident that uh, that he would run the two miles in the Melbourne Cup? I must say, with how brilliant the horse was in the Caulfield Cup, I I, I didn't think he'd be able to run the trip like that. But 
Gee, he was good, wasn't he? Yeah, he's a he was a freak. That's that's all I can say. That's that's, that's the yeah. I, honestly, yeah, I, I knew he'd run the thirty two hundred, and he didn't have a really good. He had a pretty tough run in the Melbourne Cup, if anything. Yeah. So, but he still he still raced accordingly. Has Steve got any ownership in him at all now? No, uh, sold no. out. No, sold out completely. Yeah. Is he? Is he? Is it, no, I don't know, Sammy. You might know, but. I know he's missed the spring. Is is he going to be okay for next year? Hopefully, I he think hasn't so. been retired. I think, has I he? think no. I think the plan is um, uh, for him to come back. Yep. But uh, yeah, he needed uh, considerable time, obviously, to get over the injury. And and um, yeah, we often, um, you know, uh, you, you see horses that um, you know he's a tough horse, isn't he? And and uh, like Josh alluded to, he's. he's the Melbourne Cup, he didn't have the best of runs, but still kicked on at the end of it. And, you know, those horses that give 110%, it's it's often the case when they, you know, when they do an injury, it's it's severe enough because you just know how much they, they give, you know, in, in when yeah. they go out there on, on race day. And that horse is exactly that. Yeah. And, and Josh, are you just training horses um, for, for Windermere or Steve, or is there, are you open to training other horses for other owners as well? No, I open to, open to train for other horses. Um, just mainly concentrating on Steve's at the moment because we've got so many so many here. Um, and I'm pretty much riding them all work myself. So, like, we've got 12 in at the moment. And I've got to ride them. And, yeah, it's sort of – it's too too many <laughs> if we if we get 20 or 30 in. So. You'll be you'll be back to jockey weight soon, Josh. <laughs> that's that's yeah, working harder now than I ever did. <laughs> that's no good. Yeah, horse, <laughs> horse training can do that to you, <laughs> or just from what I've seen from members in my family, it sends them bald yeah, and, no. <laughs> and so much stress. I'll, I've got a long way of going for that. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, in in your time in training, as we've uh, highlighted, it's only been a short time, but gee, you've had a great run. Yeah, I've um, started off with some good horses, but that, that always helps. And Steve's always there for advice, and I well, see him on a daily basis. And if there's any ever, ever anything I've got to ask him, I'll just I'll ask him. He's always willing to <clears throat> willing to give me a helping hand. That's for sure. So Argyle Lane, um, he was your first winner at the uh, at the Sunny Coast, and he had a fair bit of hype about him. This horse. Yeah, well, it was actually it's quite funny when when he went for he had his first start at the Sunny Coast. I um, well, we always had pretty big raps on him thought he was something special because he's such a big horse and he's such a big easy going fella and I said to, I said to Steve and my partner Tess when we were at the races I said I'll bet you this horse will win and he'll just he'll just win and they, Steve's sort of he's never really a, oh yeah yeah but when I come back he said oh yeah well I guess you're right I suppose you might be alright but that's about <laughs> all I got out of him so <laughs> but that's, that's just how he is yeah and his first start run at Eagle Farm yeah, it was it was quite good. Um, he's, I don't think he's a South Meter horse anymore. He's even though he's only had a few starts, but once he gets over a bit more ground, he, he should be right. Uh, just one of no, I won't. I was going to ask you about Ironside, but Ironside's uh, going around tonight at uh, at Toowoomba. But I'll wait till we get to that. But uh, where where are you going next with our goal lane? He's the sort of horse that strikes me as wanting a big track. Yeah, there's a. We'll probably send him back to Eagle Farm. Yeah, uh, in a few weeks, as we go back in the class three. Yeah. And we're going to sort of we're going to target target in class three because there's a quite a few of them in town. And once you, if you can win one of them, it's it's a lot better than winning a benchmark race or a no metro at the moment for him. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, and Enabler is uh, another horse that uh, 
He's been about the money. Yeah, he's um he's pretty consistent, and he had a lot of bad luck last time, and he's he raced pretty well the other day actually, and he's going to most likely go around next weekend uh, over in the class three twelve hundred at Doomden, so he should be he should be right. He's 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 on track that way. He's quite a nice horse actually. And the other one that bobs up is Latin Lyric, but he's not a uh, a Trigay owned horse. No, she's um she, uh, she's actually owned by quite a, quite a few uh, owners down in Sydney. Uh, Craig Carmen is the managing owner of her. Um, we're just gonna take a time with her and see, try and knock a maiden over with her somewhere because she's had quite a few starts now. But she's she's always in the money and she's a she's a lovely little filly to do anything with. Ironside goes round tonight. Uh, Michael Murphy drawn a good gate. Yeah, he's he's been a bit of trouble that bloke, but he's yeah he's going really well at the moment. That horse, <clears throat> he's um yeah, it's just a, it's a bit of a pity that we've got to step him up to a sixty-five instead of keeping him in his own grade in a class one or a zero to fifty-eight or a sixty. <clears throat> but um, trying to find them races close to home over a mile is it's a bit few and far between. So we're just getting that, and if he handles a wet ball, there'd be even more of a bonus. Well, that's that was the question I had. Uh, obviously, he blew the start last time. It was a very, very good run. Uh, this I did the form for the race because I, I had him down in my black book after he missed the start. I thought it was one of the runs of the night, so I wanted to have a look at this race. And that's the thing that I was a little bit worried about was the uh, the likely wet ground or the probably definite wet ground. How do you think you'll yeah. go through that? He should. I think he should handle it. Um, he had his first start and it was a heavy ten up here um, in a maiden. And he raced really well. Like he, nothing, nothing really went for him that night. But he did race well and run fourth. So and he wasn't beaten all that far. Yep. So there's the query with the wet. It's still there, but um, he should, he should handle it. Quietly confident. And what about the connection yeah. with Michael Murphy? I see he rides a fair bit for you. Uh, how did that come about? Um, well, he actually, we put him on um, Argyle Lane in his first start because he come down and jumped him out. Yep. For us, um, and Michael rode a lot of he rode a lot of horses for Steve. He rode a winner in Sydney for him and everything. And uh, I get along with Michael really well. Known him for quite a while now, um, so he's just the obvious choice. And he's he's a good, really good aggressive rider, and he does everything you ask him. So that's, you can't really ask him much more. Good stuff. Oh well, that's uh, that's really good. I was yeah. just looking up Josh's riding uh, his riding record. His last ride was at Cloncurry back in two thousand and twenty. Sam. Well, yeah, I did see uh, it's been, you've been well-travelled, Josh. Yeah, that's, that's the only way I can make a living then. <laughs> <It's not laughs> is, this, is this an easier living? Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. There's just a lot less driving, that's all. Yeah, that's Still got to get up early in the morning. And the, and, Can't uh, beat that. Yeah, and the wasting. Yeah, I bet you don't miss the wasting. No, no, not at all. But I've only, for some reason, I've only put about four or five kilos on, so... <laughs> It's the old uh, the old horse training, uh, bringing on the stress. Well, great to catch up. Best of luck with Ironside tonight, and uh, well done on uh, on your short. Uh, on, well, it's only been short career uh, so far. Very but, successful. Uh, one, plenty though. of winners ahead, I am yeah. sure. No, thank you. Good on you. There is Josh King, uh, Chris Owen. Yeah, he's uh, definitely a trainer on the rise, and I think it's so important when you start start out training that you have the backing of, of good owners and, and to have Steve Tregay behind you with oh, yeah. uh, nicely bred horses and, 
And, uh, you know, keeping the new horses coming through, um, uh, well, it's you're halfway there, aren't you? It's a, it's a big help. Yeah, know? like to get those horses, as you mentioned. He might get an incentivised before long. Wouldn't that be nice? Let's hope so. Let's take a quick break now. When we come back on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Matty Wishart, who has got a few rides tonight. Aquis, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Downlow. Chris O. Sammy. Maddie Wishart's in the house. She is in the house and just uh, fresh to the senior jockey ranks. Maddie Wishart, welcome to the Darling Downlow. Thanks, Sammy. Now, how's, the, how, how's that? Uh, well, let's ask about how your whole apprentice journey was because um, uh, you had a few hiccups through your time as far as injuries. Uh, in your apprenticeship, and it'd be like Maddie, you'd just get a run on, and then next thing you'd have an injury, and, and you, you didn't have much luck with that, did you? No, I didn't. It just seemed like every time I got going, something would happen. So it was a bit of a frustrating apprenticeship, but it was good nonetheless. Other than the claim, Maddie, what, um, what is the difference you come out of your uh, apprenticeship to being a senior jockey? What, what was the most, what's the most noticeable thing? Um, to be honest, it's only been two weeks. I haven't really noticed anything. No difference. Um, yeah, no, and, I, and I'm the lightest I've ever been, so it's not even like the claim has made a difference to my weight. Oh, well, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, uh, you're well-travelled as a jockey all over Queensland. You'll go anywhere for a ride. And I see today you're making your way to Clifton for three rides. <laughs> I am. I'll have to put that one in the map, but I've been told it's not far from Swamba. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Obviously, you haven't ridden there before, but um, it's a once a year uh, meeting, I think, Clifton. Is it? Well, I'm, I'm lucky I get to get out there this year. <laughs> Might be a one and only. <laughs> there we go. Well, before we get on to your rides at Clifton, we're finding you uh, just finished at the Breeze Ups this morning. How did they go? Obviously, uh, they can be a bit sticky, the breeze-ups, can't they? they? You can get a few tricky ones. They can. Um, I do most of mine for Sym- Symphony Lodge, Maddie and Alison Park, and they're all really well um, looked after. So they were all good. So I didn't have too many issues. It's, uh, I, like, I like their thinking too. Get, get, a, uh, you know, get a small, um, lightweight jockey on board, Chris, eh? because... They run faster. Well, and, and even on the video, when you're watching the video, you've got a small jockey on, it makes the yeah. horse look good size, you right. know what I mean? Then, then you want no weight so <laughs> yeah, they can go true. quick. So I tell you what, Maddie, give us, give us, uh, you know, give us the inside mail. Did you ride any that went like dead set rockets? Um, there was a Salah one um, of Symphony Lodges that I really liked. It ran up in 10.6 or 10.7. Wow. And I done one for, I think it was under Kendrick, um, it was lot 97, it ran up in 10.36, so I was pretty impressed with that one. Gee that um, yeah. So what you're saying, Sam, is if you have a bloke about 75 kilos on the horse, he looks too big and the horse looks small? That's right. Because you've got someone small just <laughs> gliding across, it looks a lot better. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, you, you want the perfect picture. You yeah, want the perfect yeah, picture. Right. And, and then when, when they start running 10s, you're going, oh, this is good. This is really good. Yeah. So, Exactly. The trouble is they've just got to do it for a thousand meters or further. 
and Maddie's just doing it for two hundred. Exactly. <laughs> now let's get on to your rides at Clifton, Maddie. Uh, you're riding one for Ben Ahrens uh, in the first race, Bacava. Yeah, it's dual nominated. It's also, I think, nominated for Lismore. So we'll see what happens there. But I think out at Clifton, it'd be competitive. Now you're riding in race number two, Swift Missed Miss Fox from the inside gate for Corey and Kylie Gearin. Yeah, that one's also, um, that should be just on the speed or thereabouts and obviously for um, a well-respected trainer and they're going well, so hopefully that one goes good too. And then there's a bit of a theme here for the uh, Foxy Maddie Wishart. She's riding Foxy <laughs> Road in race, <laughs> Foxy Rose in race number four for Jackie Crumpton. Well, they're the reason I'm going out there. Um, Wayne rang me up personally and asked if I'd go out to the Clifton Cup. So hopefully that one gets up for them. Mm, good luck there. If uh, we want to have something on, Sam, we have to actually go out there ourselves. Oh, yeah. is, that, is that the case? That's the case. Well, it's no not t- too far. If it's only past Toowoomba, it's not too far. Are you yeah. coming for the road trip, Sammy? Uh, actually, uh, I can't because uh, my wife <laughs> is still... Celebrating her birthday, the that was fest- about three weeks ago. The festival of Nicole, <laughs> and I thought she was going to Melbourne for work, and then I find out last night when I FaceTime her and to say goodnight to the kids, and I, and she's with all her mates from school in Noosa, and I'm going, uh, what? I thought you were going to Melbourne. She's going, no, no, this has always been planned. So, yeah, um, I don't think we need three Billy lids in a in a, in a road trip to uh, Clifton. Uh, Maddie, that's for sure. Now you are off to Toowoomba tonight where you've got a heap of rides in race number one, Shindelin for Gary Osborne. This horse, I've tipped it a few times. It it can pull a run out, this horse. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to mind Toowoomba, so it's drawn a good gate. So see what happens. Now in race two, you're riding Ask Audrey for Pat Sexton. Now, Sammy and I have both had a tip in this race and neither of us have come up with Ask Audrey, which is probably good, Maddie, because we're pretty ordinary judges. <laughs> yeah, put the moz on me anyway, so I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> Got a good chance? <laughs> yeah, it's a nice horse. Um, and obviously, Patty Sexton's a great trainer, so it'd be good to get that one home for Patty. Then you're riding Blue Velvet for Hannah Willis. Yeah, I've actually galloped that one out at Ipswich. Um, and I, I think it goes quite nice. Um, see how it goes up the hill. Yeah, I've got the next one here somewhere. Here we go. Number 10 in race four, Rose Pin for Ken Jones. I think this is one you've tipped before, Sammy. I'm sure you've tipped Rose Pin. I have too. Yeah, Kenny like Jones. Do. I think it's the previous Michael Nolan horse, is it? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I'll but tell you. Yeah, that could be right. Yeah. But but good form around Toowoomba. Um, this will be first up for Ken Jones. That's right. You're 100% right. First start for Ken Jones. She's all over yeah. it, Foxy. Uh, Asseton a- Lady for Paul Butterworth, uh, who was your old boss, wasn't it? Uh, well, he's kind of my boss at the moment. He was. I was apprenticed to him, but I'm working full-time for him now, just track work. So um, I ride this horse each morning. And I will correct you there, um, Sammy, it's a certain lady. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> um, but it is it is quite a quirky horse. Um, it can get pulling and do a few, fair few things wrong. So, if it, but I think if it puts everything together tonight, it could um, it could be a hot chance. 
Oh, is it your go? It's my Sammy? turn, Sammy, please. Sorry. Uh, race six, <laughs> you're riding stars and riches for uh, Sammy's favourite stable, the Tony and Maddie Sears stable. Yeah, it's definitely a good stable to be riding for. Yeah. Um, it's been going going good and it gets in with a lightweight compared to the rest of them. Um, so I think it's a very good chance. And then in race number seven, you're riding just the say, just say, or just say, uh, for uh, Neville Stewart. Yes, I am. Um, I've galloped with this horse before. Um, a little, tiny little horse, but it's got a heap of heart, so um, it'll be good to see that horse go well. It actually ran good in town not long ago, so if it can put that form together tonight, I don't think it'll um, be too far away. Now, Maddie, we're likely to be racing on a well. We will be racing on a wet track at Toowoomba this evening. We've got a two-meter rail. Any uh, any clues to how the track generally plays in that situation? Um, does anyone really have a clue how Toowoomba plays? No, I don't. That's why. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> I, I would. I'll go. I'll definitely be going a walk in the track, but um, yeah, it's hard to hard to really give a pattern of how Toowoomba's run. It is. I mean, sometimes I think uh, well, the rails out. They're all going to lead, and they come from the back, and. Yeah, when it's yeah, wetter, exactly. it throws another spanner in the uh, works, doesn't it? It does. And what about just uh, uh, Neville Stewart? He trains that horse that you're riding in the last. His son, Brad, obviously had uh, a, a bad accident a few weeks back. Now, does anyone know how, how Brad's going uh, since that injury? Um, I've been speaking to Joe a fair bit. I was going out and helping them. Um, I was riding one of Brad's horses, and um, he's on the mend. He's gone in for a few surgeries. Um, he's in between emotions. He'll be happy one day and then um, given grief, but I think that's just Brad Stewart. But um, I think he's in there for a few more weeks. But uh, Yeah, I think what, the horse, did it rear over on top of him? It was in the, I think it, um, was just walking out onto the track or something. Had a bit of gear on, crossover and stuff, and it must have just felt a bit restricted. And I think they were waiting for um, something to happen on the track, and it's just lost its lost its nine eyes. And yeah, I think it's gone over on top of him. She was uh, nasty, nasty, and yeah. that's what they can do, especially even uh, in your case this morning when you're riding those those young horses. Um, they can be so unpredictable unpredictable, can't they? They can, they can, yeah. They're quiet one second and flipping over the next, so. Mm. Yeah, well, feet forward, hands down, heels down, yep. all, all that, Maddie, all that. Uh, well, yep. best of luck today and tonight. Uh, I hope you are riding up a storm. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Maddie. There is Maddie Wishart, the foxy Maddie Wishart. <laughs> Who uh, joined us? And she's, she's always good for a bit of banter, isn't she, Maddie? She she's, is. She's got. She's, I like. I like. It's got a bit of attitude. Uh, there. she's got I a bit like of cheek. She's got a bit of cheek about her. Yep. She's dead set. Got a bit of cheek about her. She'll pull you up. Uh, it's no doubt about that. But plenty of spirit and uh, plenty of fire in plenty the of ability too. That's it. She rides up treat, and I think she's got some good rides there. She can have uh, a good weekend. Okay, let's go for a quick break. When we come back on the other side. It's tipping time. We're going to get JD on the line. Oh, you're loving look, this. I, look, I don't want to say too much, but somebody tipped up a storm uh, last week. We got Dead a trumpet said, noise somewhere. Dead <laughs> said tipped up a storm. Blowing your own trumpet here. <laughs> 
Aquis, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download and Aquis's main man, the, the main tipping man is oh, JD. Yeah. This, no, is, this is what everybody tunes in for every week, Chris. We know. Yeah, well, he got upstage for you. Yeah, I had a bit of luck last week. Uh, let's let's go through the form last week. Uh, uh, oh. Yeah, that's he it. doesn't normally do this, yeah, JD. That, that sounds <laughs> that, that sounds that sounds a bit uh, tosserish, doesn't it? Gee whiz! Right, uh, instant karma got the money at Toowoomba. Yellow brick got the money at Eagle Farm, and Mister Maestro got the money at Caulfield. So three out of three you, percent. Is that what you're trying to say? Guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine points. JD got three points. He was well on board with Yellow Brick, and of course, Yellow Brick is by the mission. The mission is he's an Aquas horse, isn't he, JD? He is leading first season staying in Queensland last season and uh, stands for just ten thousand dollars. So he's uh, represents incredible value. Value. Sure. And Chris, how did you go last week? Big fat zero. <laughs> oh dear! But I was, you know what, Sammy? I was unlucky. <laughs> I had Nature Strip. Should have won. Best run in the race. Uh, I can't remember the Amity Gal missed the start. Should have won. Best run in the race. But you know what? That doesn't go down. Uh, the the first favourite. First favourite Toowoomba. Late scratching at the gate. Yes, Sunshine <laughs> Sally, wasn't it? Or something, Sally. Sun, Miss Sunshine. Irish, yeah. Sally. Irish Sally. Irish Sally. Yeah, that's right. She went. So. Yeah, you still beat me and you only had two. <laughs> Righto. It's on again this week and let's do it. I am going to get the money reasonably early tonight at Toowoomba. Race three, number one strike award. Uh, I've tipped this horse before and I'm tipping him again. I think uh, the striker can get the money here. All right. JD. Uh, I'm with Toowoomba race three, number one strike award. But just for bonus points, I'm going to all up the 11 from race one, New York girl. Oh. So race one and three, Curry will win race one and three. Okay. Well, I wondered if New York girl would go around in race six. Is Do we know which way they're going? Because it's in race six as well. Anyway. It's, uh, it's going in the first, yeah. Uh, it's running in the first. Okay. Yeah. Right, eh? Good and, to know. And winning the first. Good, good, oh. good to know. It's been declared. <laughs> I'm going with race two, number two, cold, hard fact for Isabella Reb Jones. So I think can just pretty much jump on the lead and win, handles the wet ground, no problem. So race two, number two, cold, hard fact. Uh, then I am uh, I am off to Eagle Farm, race nine, number two, has a bro. Now, oh. if this gets beat, it is a dead set sausage, I'm telling you. It's uh, it's. I tell you what, it's burnt my fingers a couple of times. This horse, surely, surely today is the day that it repays me. I'm staying. I'm sticking with it. Has a bro. Oh, I cannot believe this. No, oh, no. I don't have a backup either. <laughs> Race nine, number two, has a bro. You won't, you won't get my national tip. That's for sure. But no, I'm with you. Has a bro. Um, yeah, I just think it's the, clearly the class horse in the race and um, mm. very happy with the, the price on offer at the moment. Bunning sausage. I'm going race six, number four, Hatchet. <laughs> race six, number four, Hatchet for uh, Heathcote. And handles the wet ground well, Hatchet. Just that run under the belt a couple of weeks ago. Top him off beautifully. Okay. Mooney Valley. I'm going for a bit of value here. 
Race five, number four. Now, this morning, this is $8.50. Bon her. Uh, it's out of uh, Benaria, which was a good man to uh, to my old man and Robert Anderson. And, gee, I think third up, this is its race. So I'm going to go race five, Mini Valley, number four, Bon her. JD, what have you got? Well, you won't. I told you you wouldn't get this one, and you'll have to get up early too because it's twenty past nine tomorrow. Uh, twenty past nine in the morning. Sorry. Where are we? T at? Rafa. <laughs> T Rafa. New Zealand. Race one, number eight, Ula Nova. First starter, two-year-old by one of our stallions, Santos. Brilliantly won a trial a couple of weeks ago by about six lengths. Never let off the bit. Oh, Had okay. the handbrake out. It'll. Be making a winning debut, I think, and uh, yeah, I think it's two dollars thirty at the moment, and uh, that'll get you get everyone off to a winning start for the day. Interesting. When you said nine twenty in the morning, we're going to head to a quarter horse race at Los Alamitos. Or something. <laughs> 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 I don't know where we're going with that? Uh, I'm going to go to the. Uh, where am I going to go? Uh, I'm going to go to Randwick, and I'm going with. Race nine, the $2 million race, the invitation. Number 12, first up, she's a belter for the Snowdens. Okay. Well, there is our tips for this week uh, on this Cox Plate Day. JD, thanks very much and happy Cox Plate Day. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks, JD. There is Jonathan Davies from Aquas. And, of course, Aquas is Queensland's best and largest stallions facility and Queensland's Queensland breeders' number one supporter. Uh, do a fantastic job. Let's get into the tips for Toowoomba tonight. And, Chriso, I am changing my tip off the back of what uh, JD has just told us, that New York gal is going around in race number one. So I am going to go with New York gal. Cody Collis uh, gets into the race with 54 on its back and a good gait. Uh, I think it will be winning. Have you got anything there? No, I'll pass on the first race. Race two. I am with number five, Laurie. Uh, yeah. This horse has been racing really well, and obviously um, he won a couple at, at Birdsville, and then he went to Warwick last time round. He wasn't beaten far in that race. I just think he's uh, Nathan Evans going on board will be a positive, and look for him to step up uh, in this race. So I'm going to go with Laurie. All right. I like, as I mentioned, cold hard fact there for Matt Crop and Isabella Rab Jones. Drops back in grade, likes the wet, inside draw, beautifully placed to win. Race three, I am with number one, Strike Award. Uh, he struck gold last time round over the 870, uh, first up, and straight up to the 1300, he will be winning. I'll stick with you there. Okay, race four, number nine, Mojo Baby. Drawn a good gate for the Corey and Kylie Gearin camp. Uh, this was a good last start winner. Can it go two in a row here? Tricky, tricky. I'm with – now, I tossed up here because, as I mentioned uh, with Josh King, uh, Ironside, number 11, interests me. It was such a good run last start after missing the kick, but I've just got that wet track query. I'll come up with number one, high IQ. I think it's a nice race for high IQ with the claim uh, for the Currys. It should be going close – or should go close to winning here. Okay, off to our next one, which is – I've got one here. Race number five, and I'm with number five, Witness Attack. I have got one here that I'm going to keep a really close eye on. Number 13, Frozen Award. Beautifully bred. Oh, yes. 
Uh, Mark Curry trains. Cody Collis rides. No weight. Will carry, what, 51 kilos after the claim. Inside gate was a dual acceptor. Trolled well here recently. I've got a feeling she might be above average. Uh, her dam was Marvine, Sammy. Yeah. Three-time listed winner. And the sire is Seamus Award, of course. Uh, I think she's just a real big watch here, number 13. I think she might be all right. Okay. Uh, on to race six. Now, New York girl is scratched, so... JD is all over that. It's going around the first race. I'm with number four now. I am ready. Who didn't have bad form down in Victoria. Uh, last preparation. And it's uh, got first up form before. A second. It's drawn the one gate. I think it will be ready. Well, scratch from the Sunshine Coast last night. Oh, So beauty. maybe it is ready. Beauty. And then on to the lucky last. I'm going to go with number two, Hugh. Isabella Rab Jones takes two kilos off, drawn a good gate. I think it'll be improved from that first up run, and uh, it can be getting the money here. Interesting with that frozen award I mentioned in race five, also accepted for race seven, would have only had, what, four or five opponents that decided to go for the harder race. Wow. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. Interesting. You've got nothing there. No. Chris O, what about a Cox Plate tip? Uh, Animo. Oh, Animo to beat Al Bodegon. No, Al Bodegon gets the money. I hope the rain turns up. Well, you up. want the rain. I for... hope the rain turns up. Uh, D Oliver on board. I think uh, this horse, yeah, I, I think uh, we've seen internationals come before and win first time out in a Cox Plate, and I think that'll be the case today. So well, looking, oh. forward to Anim- uh, looking forward to Al Bogadon seeing him step out. I can't see any of the locals beating Animo. You just wouldn't think they could turn the tables on him off that last start win. So the only one that can probably beat him is El Bodegon, as you say. And the wet, the wetter the better for him. Grand Promenade, I am uh, pretty keen on him in the uh, Mooney Valley Cup. I think he's been okay, first up and second up. And he actually finished just alongside the Geelong Cup winner uh, in the Herbert Power. So that form looks okay now yeah. going into that race. And, yeah, I think at $9, he's, he's a super hope. I've actually... Backed him uh, in the Mooney Valley Cup and then had something on him in the Melbourne Cup because he's uh, he didn't get a great run last year and uh, wouldn't be surprised if uh, he can run well in this year's Melbourne Cup. So, uh, But anyway, hopefully he wins the Mooney Valley Cup. Well, it's going to be a ripping weekend oh. uh, right around the country. Don't forget to tune in to Toowoomba tonight. Bet up. Let's hope we have a big weekend. Uh, thanks, Chris O. Thanks, Sammy. All the best, butters.